So, Kanye West for 2020. That's crazy. I think you told me about it. Yeah, I just, I did I just tell you? Oh, no, we were on the weekend. Yeah. We were talking about that. Pretty crazy. So, I haven't seen any of his PR or anything. No, I haven't either. Um, and the I also only thing th- I know is the fact that he has made it public that he's... I also think it's too late for him to run. Unless he's running independently, maybe. I don't know how the process works. Yeah. To the extent where, like, you have to gain a certain amount of votes early on. Yeah. Um, or if his name will even show up on ballots now. Yeah. This this is a weird, weird world. I do believe in the U.S. that you can write somebody's name on a ballot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as likelihood of winning, I have no idea. I'm no. not going to speculate. No. but. Since our last election four years ago, there are a lot of newer, younger people who are going to be going to the polls this year. Yeah. People who are really charged up, people who are really upset with the status quo. And um, we were talking before, as pendulums swing, sometimes they tend to swing to extremes. And we've certainly been to one side of the extreme for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if Kanye... Um, Politically represents the opposite side of the spectrum. It feels like but, he's, um, it may be like a nice middle finger to, to Trump supporters. Yeah, but it also feels like he's been campaigning over the last little while. I mean, when you really look at it. And we touched on this a little bit over the weekend, but we were talking about how he started the whole church, the singing church thing. What is it called? Church with Kanye? Um, I don't Sunday know. Service. I know what you're talking about. Sunday, like service. Gospel thing. Sunday service. Yeah. He's been doing this tour of Sunday service thing, reaching out to the Christians and Pretty stuff. Pretty sweet. It, it is very sweet and the, it's beautiful and he did the whole Christian album and things like that and a lot of the voters in the US are Christian mm-hmm. so he kind of catered to that a little bit and the whole um, yeah it just seems like he's been campaigning over the last little while and if you look back in his music 2015 to 2017 he did say 2020 I'm going to run the whole election so who really knows it could just be Kanye doing some advertisement he's getting some more free advertising from us from yeah. everybody everybody's talking about it it's just really interesting yeah I, I don't know like maybe as far as the process goes maybe like systematically he's kind of out mm-hmm. just because it like you said it's too late yeah but um what credentials really are absolutely necessary i think you have to be over the age of 35 you have to be born in the u.s that's it all else is on, is on the table. I believe so. Up for discussion. I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. that's crazy. And last week, if you guys listened, we talked about the Kanye Gap deal. And <laughs> yeah. we were having a laugh because I don't know, like, the complexities of this agreement, but it's going to be like a multi-year, several... Ten years. Yeah. Um, um, lots of money involved, billions of dollars involved with a company um, that keeps, like, a well-manicured public image. And it's just kind of funny because you don't announce your plans to run for office before signing a billion dollar deal like that. You wait till after. So yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the people at Gap are thinking. Yeah, they're probably, yeah. <laughs> they're having fun, eh? Yeah, they're trying to figure it all out. Anyway, so Kanye West is running for president of the United States in 2020. If this world could not get any weirder. Tim Horton says almond milk now. I did see that. Did I already tell you that? No, but I heard about it. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I went to the drive through Oh, you've been. Yeah, I tried it. What was your experience? It's like? good. It's I mean, almond milk. Their coffee's whatever. They use silk milk, okay. which is what I buy from the grocery store. Yeah. So, works for me. Yeah. I never knew they had it. Um, 
I think Tim Hortons has made a lot of very weird strategic decisions. Remember Cold Stone ice cream? Yeah. So how many years ago do you remember the Burger King acquisition? When was that? Like 09? No, later than that. Really? I think so. Was it later than Can that? Can I look it up? Yeah, look it up because I don't have a clue. Right. But anyway, um, so in the coffee world, in the in the food service world in general, like plant-based milk alternatives are a pretty big thing. And... You know, they're pretty commonplace. Um, like, just about any business you go to would have them. I know Tim Hortons and McDonald's were the big exceptions. Um, and they just didn't have it. But I think Tim Hortons makes weird strategic decisions because they made, like, a plant-based burger, like a vegan burger a couple of years ago. And I guess it just flopped. They pulled it. Yeah, like, like go, go figure. Didn't but, they also do the Beyond Meat, too? But then they pulled that? Everybody pulled out a Beyond Meat. I didn't, I didn't know um, probably the same thing. Anyway, they made a vegan burger, which is a way more niche market than almond milk. Like, um, I know you might think I have like a, a vegan diet bias, but um, I've been drinking almond milk for years. I just prefer it or, yeah. or any of those um, like uh, dairy alternatives. So for them to take this long to get that, I think it's weird. Um, my buddy and I were talking about it. We talked about how like it's a supply chain thing. Yeah. When you get to that level and that scale, it's yeah. all about supply chain, getting it to every store. Yeah, 100%. Um, so there's going to be a lot higher cost barriers. You're not going to be able to get as much as quickly as you're used to, um, from my assumption of how things would work. Yeah, I think I think it's um, I think it's interesting because like dairy farmers of of Canada are like a very powerful like lobbying group. Yeah, and um you know they can throw that weight around so anyway you want to jump in i feel like i'm talking too much oh no you're fine okay you're, fine. you're good um, um but i will just say that on august 26 2014 burger king agreed to purchase I was way off agreed to purchase tim hortons for 11.4 billion uh, us dollars and the chain became the subsidiary of the canadian holding company restaurant brands international what a generic name which is majority owned by brazilian investment firm 3g capital so it was late 2014 that they made the acquisition. Gotcha. I was way off. Um, but yeah, like from an ethical perspective, I, I do think dairy farming is wrong. But like I understand that an industry that huge should not just be dissolved at once. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Like so much um, economically is riding on this huge industry. That's how a lot of people feed their families. So I don't think it's something that you can just up and get rid of because... It's bad for cows. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a complex thing. Anyway, if you like almond milk, check it out. Was it good? Like, it's, it's almond milk. It's like the, it's, I don't love Tim Hortons coffee. No. We have we uh, spoil ourselves with like some pretty decent coffee here. Yeah. So, I don't love it. Um, it's just nice to see the option. Yeah. We do put almond. I put almond milk in my coffee at the office. Yeah. 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 If you don't want to pay like, because before the only alternative, if you wanted that on the go, was Starbucks. Yeah. And if you don't feel like paying like five bucks, then. Yeah. pretty solid Ooh, speaking of starbucks they're closing 400 stores really and i've got to wonder if um chatham's going to be one of them hmm i've got to wonder i know they've been doing pretty well but how good is well at the at the uh at their level i'm not sure starbucks to close 400 stores that's a little surprising they did it because of covid 400 stores where i'm not sure is that worldwide or in canada I believe worldwide. Okay. 
guess that's not as severe as Starbucks is closing up to 400 stores and expanding takeout options. So this is probably a direct correlation with COVID. Yeah. Right? They probably took a hit. I bet you most coffee shops did. They were on razor tight margins anyway. Seen about 80%, 15,000 US stores are on the go. I also feel like from a retail and urban planning perspective, the Starbucks customer is a lot pickier than the Tim Hortons customer. Mm -hmm. And you might argue that they'd be willing to drive further. Yeah. Then people are stopping at Tim Hortons simply because it might be, you know, a minute away. Convenience. Whereas somebody might be willing to go the extra five minutes for, for Starbucks. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it's just the entire model of the business. Four hundred worldwide. I'd be interested to know how many stores there are. I don't in know. total, and what percentage that, re- that represents? There's definitely thousands. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, minimum thousands. Um, interesting. Yeah. What would you guys think about us like checking our facts and stuff on the podcast as we go here so we can continue conversations? Like how many stores are there? We could have a Jamie. Yeah, I'll be the Jamie. It's cool. Um, It adds some context. Yeah. Starbucks stores. How many? My face is red today. Don't know why. There are 28,218 Starbucks stores. How many? Sorry. 28,000. No, how many did I say? 28,218. That's a lot. There's only 4,846 Tim Hortons. So they're closing, what's that, 1%, I think? I think so. It's probably. No, it's like. No, less, it's less than one. 28,000 stores? Yeah. It's a lot of stores. I'm to embarrass myself with my mental math. It's okay, guys. Um, no but yeah, so it was because of COVID? Yeah. Well, it sounds like they're going to do all takeout stuff, like instead of more of like a grab and go style, because one of the beauties of Starbucks, especially when I was up in at uh, university, people would go there to study. They sit in there. Yeah. They loiter, yep. whatever you want to call it. Some people are being productive. Some people are looking at memes. Um, yeah, that is one of the things of Starbucks. If they were to take that away, who knows? Yeah. Do you think that's an asset or a liability to the company? People loitering. It's a liability. Well, they do have to. They they probably. They buy something on the way in, yeah. and they're more likely to buy something a second time, which you'd never do. That is true. If you were there. That is true. I mean, I guess, you know, they already have the real estate. Yeah. And if people are going to chill there. You can't franchise those either, eh? You can't? No, they're all uh, corporate. Really? Yeah, fun fact. I did not know that. Fun fact. Anyway. I know with some stores, like uh, McDonald's, for example, they're not all necessarily franchised, mm-hmm. but um, obviously you can if you fit like the requirements of where you're going to put it the upfront capital investment that kind of thing doesn't mcdonald's own all their land too they own all the land that their mcdonald's sit on yeah i believe so yeah they're um, a real estate company right that's that's uh, what a lot of people say um but yeah i know like maybe like a times square manhattan location yeah uh the company would own but in chatham they're all franchised out yeah by the same family i believe um maybe yeah yeah anyway I also, so have a, cool. also have a little deal with Walmart. Yeah. And Subway the same with Home Depot. So, oh, that's right. They do stick Subways in Home Depots. So, kind of. I wonder what kind of like consumer behavior studies went into deciding that Home Depot was a Subway place <laughs> not a, and not a McDonald's place. Yeah. I don't know. Like those guys are ripping the foot long. Maybe like six inch foot long. It's like units of measure for wood. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they share the saw. Home <laughs> like, Depot. We're here. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I guess Chris D'Elia is a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I liked him. I'll say it. Allegedly. I think, I think he was funny. Yeah, allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. He's a pedophile. Um, if it's true, then um, 
my condolences to everybody who was victimized by him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I won't lie and pretend like I didn't. I thought he was really funny. Yeah. Um, and that line about the Home Depot thing, "We're here for you," is a uh, is a, is a recent bit of his. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about how um, brands try to like veil their pushing their product with like we're here for you like during times of like yeah, COVID and in stuff times like, that. like these yeah. you can still buy wood at home depot <laughs> <laughs> yeah or i like i've, I've watched <laughs> home depot cares for you i watched a volkswagen commercial cut your job and they're like when you're ready we're here <laughs> like <laughs> okay <laughs> wouldn't you just love for me to be ready to buy a volkswagen right now eh? oh man i bet you're ready volkswagen is a huge company you're chomping at the bit they're one of the biggest in the world maybe definitely, second definitely Maybe second. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Were they started by Adolf Hitler? I feel like that's something I would have known were it true. So I would say no. I think we have to Google this because I've heard that. I've heard that he started that car company in order to get vehicles for the World War. Um, I know they heavily cooperated. Mm. Okay. Let's just see here. Sorry, guys. We're just getting into the Google foo here. Yeah. Three Googles per show. Yeah. That's your limit. Okay. Yep. You're right. He did not. He did not start it. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But in 1934, with many of the above projects still in development or early stages of production, Adolf Hitler became involved, ordering the production of a basic car. Basically. I think Hitler was really busy then. He didn't have time to start Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was preoccupied. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, for some reason, I I thought it was like a. But he was a consumer, obviously, German. So I've been obsessed with golf. Right. I've been really obsessed with golf. And let me tell you how I'm doing this. So I didn't get obsessed with golf when the season first started, or else I would have got a membership somewhere. It's the perfect storm for you to get obsessed with golf right it's now. It's far more financially feasible to do a membership than it is to go out like I'm going out. 100%. That's so, how they get you. Exactly. So what I've been doing, I use the Wakens Golf and Fun Center, which, by the way, they're not closed there was rumors going around. They were, I believe we even spread that rumor a little bit like jam, but, um, they're not closed. So there you can golf nine holes, okay. short course, nine holes, 15 bucks with a cart. I've been to the driving range there. Driving range, typical 10 bucks, whatever. So I practice there once a week, maybe. Okay. And then I go out and I do either Willow Ridge, which is the best public course, or I do links of Kent, which is probably next deer runs in there too. They're pretty good. Okay. Um, Anyway, so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a little practice game, and then I go out and play with the big boys. I think, like, the combination of, yeah, I mean, we're a few months into the golf season, but the weather's just getting nice a couple months ago. Yep. Um, limitations of what you can do because of COVID are just slowly getting lifted. Yep. Golf is one of those things that's pretty easy to transition into post-COVID way of life. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of, like, eligible golf people – like got the final push they needed yeah i mean i had clubs and i was like hey why not yeah i don't have clubs maybe i gotta rent some yeah hit a course sometime yeah come out it'd be fun we we're supposed to this weekend actually yeah so i that's that's kind of been my new little i like to pick up little hobbies and stuff like that and it's yeah. it's been fun but next year i think i'm gonna get a membership somewhere okay i believe the membership fees are pretty standard across all of them it's like 600 bucks for the year you add that up because it's like 45 to go out to willow ridge yeah or, it adds up quick so, um, yeah, so golf's been my thing. Um, 
you introduced me to Curry House and Indian food this weekend. I've, right. I've had Indian food before once or twice. Never, uh, once locally. Once locally, I did go out. But anyway, I love it. It was really good. I got the uh, chicken kebab thing. You guys were laughing at me because it was like a wrap, but that's exactly what yeah, I they wanted. Yeah, good wraps. Looked it good was anyway. good. It was good. The naan was good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Connor ate about a tub of uh, basmati rice. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, um, it's all like family style portions. Mm-hmm. And if you're with your friends, it's not like super ideal because this is not really the time to be sharing stuff. Yeah. Um, if you're a family ordering it perfect, there's two really good Indian restaurants in Chatham curry house on st Clair and spice and curry on kyle drive i love them both i could never pick a favorite they're really good i'm on a huge like binge of it right now i think i'm just gonna keep it real with you guys this is gonna be night number five tonight's already been decided for you yeah so my mom and i had these plans to eat it basically i think excuse me i ate it on thursday it was really good my mom and i are making plans I'm like oh we gotta go back here she's like yeah so that was thursday and monday and then I'm like, geez, I really want to try the other one. I got to try Curry House. That was Friday. Yeah. I loved it so much. I introduced it to the boys on Saturday. Yeah. And last night I'm sitting there like, I've had it for the last three nights. I'm having it tomorrow. Yeah. What am I going to do? Pretty wild. Yeah. So that's five in a row. Anyway. Pretty wild. Not proud, but. No, it's really good. Actually. Getting I'm to know them. <laughs> convincing. <laughs> I'm convincing Sarah. We do. We're. Oh, we just redid our, like our budget. We like to redo our budget once every six months. Cool. So we just redid our budget last night. And um, every six months, sorry, every six months, once a week we're doing takeout. So nice. this Friday we're doing um, some Indian food. She wants to give it a shot. Oh, okay. Because we've been looking for that shawarma replacement, baby. You guys got to try spice and curry next time. Okay. Really good. Okay. Yeah. If you right. want a good, um, very vegan friendly. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Hindu uh, people who practice Hinduism yeah. in India. So that food, like, it's very easy to find vegetarian, vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's lots of good options. Tonight, same with Mexican food, same way. Tonight we're doing Meatless Monday. Right, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. My turn to cook. Okay. What should I cook tonight? Um, so, okay, I'll think of a, I'll think of a recommendation, but back me up a bit because okay. I know it was always your intention to do the Meatless Monday mm-hmm. and you guys were doing it for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then one time I saw you last week, you're like, we just went to the grocery store. We didn't buy any meat at all. Yeah. So did you guys do a vegetarian week or we did like a vegetarian five day? Okay. Um, and it was, it was guided by Sarah. Sarah's the one that wanted to do it. Cause she, we, it was the steak on the barbecue. We went camping and then she went to the cottage. So she was just kind of eating whatever was there. A lot of barbecue, probably. a lot of barbecue, okay. a lot of like chips, you know, like you're eating whatever when, Makes you're, sense. when you're camping and stuff. So she almost wanted to do it for like a detox type sort of thing. Got it. So that's why we did it. And then out of the blue, she was like, you know How'd what? You find it? it was fine. Yeah. Again, I, I, I really want to open that cookbook that I got. It's a vegetable. It's a veg cookbook. Yeah, you mentioned that. But the thing is with Jamie Oliver, if you're going to make any of his recipes, you have to dedicate half your day to doing it. That's true. You know? Yeah. It's pretty tough yeah. to like, so like maybe speaking I'll, on your budget. That is my guilty pleasure um, is takeout. Food. Oh, same. That's ours. That's um, ours. You look at our, our statements. It's, it's a lot. So we're like dialing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need to take a look at your budget. Like the five days, um, tonight's on my mom. So Shout out to that. Cheers. But, um, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. But that's kind of like what stops me is because you have to have such a well-stocked kitchen mm-hmm. um, to do stuff like that. And um, maybe you're like, 
you need some like weird niche kind of oil to make a dish work. Yeah. And the oil costs 23 bucks. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, maybe I'll just get takeout instead. Or you buy a whole thing of turmeric and all you need is a tablespoon and you're probably not going to use the rest of the turmeric right. for three years. I wish, I wish I could be like versatile and adaptive enough to just keep turmeric in my, in my fridge and be like, oh, yeah. tomorrow I'll use it for this other dish. Yeah. But, like I'm just not there. My no. culinary level's not there yet. Mm -hmm. So takeout is where it's at because I don't like to eat the same stuff. Yep. I mean, such a hypocrite. <laughs> Day five day five over here but like i don't know yeah yeah it's definitely definitely uh something i strive to to get better at yeah dude this pod is flying by the way i don't even want to know how many minutes we're at okay but anyway we're, we're just cruising through this yeah. so um, you tried the the vegetarian week now you're back to meatless monday back to meatless monday i'm gonna give it she doesn't know that i'm doing meatless monday thinks she thinks we're going back to status quo i want to keep at it okay um so i'm trying to think of something that i can okay. make tonight that's whatever um so i know i was just talking about how a lot of indian cuisine is vegetarian friendly yeah you could also do mexican yep um so you sent me that picture of your big lettuce haul oh my from your garden gosh and i was yeah. just thinking taco night that's all i could think of taco night with what what do we what's the good meat substitute for that um cauliflower i would do well it depends what your goals are like if you want something that's kind of like same flavor profile. I, w I would do like a roasted chickpea myself. Okay. okay. Or you could do beans. Okay. Something like that. Kind of for like a hearty, meaty base. Yeah. Cauliflower would be good. Okay. Get a lot of vegetables in there. You get some avocado in there. Oh, yeah. Lettuce, tomato, onion. I'm going to do that. limes going. I'm going to do maybe like a chickpea thing. I like that. You know? Yeah. What I do is I'll like um, <clears throat> flash fry them in a pan mm -hmm. with hot sauce salt and pepper that's it if you want to do like a garlic powder or an onion powder sometimes i'll do like diced uh, onion in it nice for a little flare cool but yeah i get some cilantro you probably have some i have cilantro yeah it's growing well, that's your night right there perfect all right we are doing tacos tonight do a bowl. babe i know you're probably not watching this now because it's not out yet we're doing um i'll let you know how it is team hard or team soft team soft soft all the way dude yeah. You're eating nachos. Soft, but this. small. I don't like to do a wrap. I like it to still be open face, like yeah. a top. You want to taste more than just the tortilla. Small. Yeah. And none so. of those like dempsters super thin. Nope. You want like like three quarters of a, of a centimeter thick. Yep. Nice and doughy. Yep. Maybe like the size of a CD-ish. No, I do like mine Nominal. warmed up. I like to warm up my tortillas. Okay. Is it tortilla or tortilla? I think tortilla. Definitely. Sure. Okay. All right. So oh. I know that now. Yeah, jalapeno. <laughs> so put before it in, before put it in the pan for like <laughs> thirty seconds, super hot, done. Yeah. Not even thirty seconds. So before we jump into the next topic, yes, which is sleep hygiene. Okay. I do want to say in the next couple of weeks we are going to be upgrading the pot a little bit. Um, so exciting! We're going to be getting another one of these mics, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to be able to bring on a guest, and that's exciting. Yeah. So we used to have guests. If you're new to watching, it was yep. actually every single week, and they were our most viewed episodes so mm -hmm. cheers to that yeah we need some some fresh opinion we need some fresh yeah something fresh in here so um the next couple episodes might be the last ones that you see with just the two of us maybe and uh, yeah i think we're also gonna we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle it in i feel like doing this you yeah. and i has really made us comfortable doing this yeah that's true you know i don't i'm not nearly as nervous as what i used to be and that way it, it makes it less uh stress for the guest yeah. They can just easily jump in. Exactly. Instead of us kind of depending on them to yeah. 
come up with certain talking points or something. Yeah. But if there's anybody that you guys want to see on here, leave a comment. Um, we'd love to have you on and, and shoot the shay. Yeah. Cause like we're trying to get away from just business topics. So it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be just like local small business owners. Nope. It can be anyone. It can be Bill Gates. Yeah. Elon Musk. Anybody. Anybody. We're open to it. Sleep hygiene. Okay. So Celine and I were talking about this. Yep. Earlier today. You guys don't know who Celine is yet. Uh, <laughs> yet you might someday. Yep. Um, she's a friend of ours. Anyway, I came in and she was on our computer using blue light glasses. Yeah. So I know you've used them in the past. Yeah. I personally never use them. Um, and she was using them at like 1 or 2 p.m. in yep. the afternoon. Yep. I was under the impression that it was like a before bed thing to kind of wean yourself off of that stimulating light before mm -hmm. bed. I guess there's benefits to using it all day. And I know that's a big part of sleep hygiene, and that's something that I struggle with. Like, I'm somebody who likes to keep a pretty solid night and morning routine. Yep. And very important to me every single day religiously. But that's one part of sleep hygiene that I just... I'm just not there yet is I'm on my phone till like the second I fall asleep. I feel like about much. 90-95% of the people that have a smartphone that are in um, the developed world. I feel like that's most of us. Yeah. It's very hard to not do that. I do that as well. I did used to use um, blue light glasses. However, I did some more research and apparently it's just a load of hooey. Really? So I haven't really revisited it. Did I do in-depth research? No. But I read a couple articles that said like you just wasted 75 bucks on these blue light glasses. So, and I also have, here's the thing. When I'm on my computer, I can't have the night shift on because I'm editing. Right. So colors are very important. Yeah, I don't do you, that you can't You can't mess with colors um, when you're editing and things like that. But when I'm on my phone, I also have night shift on, set on for like around seven o'clock mm -hmm. or whenever it gets dark, whatever. Um, I still have them in the drawer over there. I could wear them, but yeah. What? But I guess the larger topic is sleep hygiene and what, what sleep is like. Yeah. Like so, I would have thought that blue light glasses really worked. I don't know if that's a debunked myth or not, um, but I think there is a lot more validity to just the idea of putting away technology mm -hmm. before um, before bed. Um, but yeah, I struggle with it. I'm getting a silent phone call coming in. Sorry, guys. I struggle um, with... Uh, I'd like to read a book before bed. Yeah. I'd like the, the idea of that. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you get all cozy and stuff. But then I just don't do, like I even put a book by my bed for like a few right. nights to like try and do it. But my new thing, which I've just been uh, trying is like stretching and giving myself a massage. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Like I'm trying to learn to like give myself a self massage, which is not as sad as it sounds. <laughs> um, it actually feels insane. Okay. Uh, right before bed, you get behind the neck. Um, yeah. I'm shopping around on Amazon for like some devices right now. I have, a kind of my, I have a Theragun. Right, yeah. I love it. That's kind of... Um, I'm getting a call too. One of my kicks. Um, yeah. My, what's your night routine? My night routine... Um, so there's only a few things that I like to do. And one of them is... Um, I eat an apple before bed every night. Religiously. Since okay. It really started when Sarah and I got married. Um, what kind of apple? Macintosh. I just eat a Macintosh. Is that apple. the dark red? No, that's not the dark red. I'm oh, not, I was going to say I'm not a sociopath. Insane, I'm not a sociopath. Yeah. It's red either, delicious? It's either green. Forget about it's it. It's either green or the Macintosh apples. Yeah. I, I almost got Macintosh and red delicious confused. Yeah. No. Listen. We're both pro, we were both produced boys. We listen, should say that. Macintosh, Fuji apple. Yeah. If you want to go bitter, Granny Smith, maybe. 
Yeah. You're not touching a Red Delicious. Granny Smith's my jam. That's insanity. Yeah, whoever's eating Red Delicious, yeah. get out of here. Fuji is elite tier. That's yeah. it. Yeah. End of discussion. Okay, so you eat an apple. I eat an apple. Um, I do do a little bit of stretching sometimes before bed because I've actually found that really helps as well. Okay. Right before you go to bed and right when you wake up. Yeah, for sure. Other than that, man, I don't really have like a a skin like a skincare thing. I do have this zit right here that's been growing, I didn't and even I notice. I don't get zits. Okay. So I'm like, where's this coming from? Um, and then as far as washing my face and stuff, I might wash like with soap my face. Yeah. Once or twice a week. Okay. And that's kind of been my secret sauce. I do moisturize now. I've been moisturizing, gotcha. which is good. Um, but as far as nighttime routine, no. But yeah. walk, walk us through yours. I mean, I don't know. I think that that's a thing. A lot of people, um, when they first get into skincare, they probably wash their face too much. Mm-hmm. And they probably like jump the gun and do too many steps. Um, my nighttime routine, I guess it starts when I take a shower. Um, so I do that, get ready for bed. Yeah, you're a double day shower, right? You do. Um, I don't have to shower in the morning mm-hmm. before bed is non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like just without question. So I do that, um, do my skincare and all that in the shower. People who wash their face over the sink, I don't get it. There's, there's water everywhere. Yeah. Okay? It's messy. It's ridiculous. It's messy. It's ridiculous. It's messy. How do you do it? I don't, I wash my face in the shower. Yeah. Like you gotta, a, you gotta do the shower method. Yeah. Um, I wash my face every night. If you wear sunscreen, which you should every day, you should wash your face every night. Um, I do that. And then I try not to be on my phone, but that's kind of like that marks the end of the day for me is the shower. And then I'll do the stretch and the massage thing and, yeah. and go to bed. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, cool. Sorry. This is just Celine texting us. It's all good. Yeah. Um, no more phones next episode. Sick. Yeah, no more phones, guys. The phones have been out way too much this episode. Okay, so. What's your morning routine like? Do you have one? Like, kind of. Kind of, I do. I've been trying to get into one. The schedule's going pretty well. We're a couple weeks in. Um, yes, that's true. Basically, I wake up and that. I kind some days I'll eat breakfast, but most days I don't. I'll okay. typically go till 12 p.m., 1 p.m., and that's when I'll typically eat. That's what I did today, for example. Yeah. But I'll get up. I'll probably shower if I didn't the night before. Okay. And then um, right out of the shower, I shave, and then I put on my moisturizer. Um, typically, I don't have coffee till I get to the office. Gotcha. Yeah. That's about it. Nothing crazy. Makes sense. Yeah. I would like to get into like people meditate and stuff. And I think that's cool. Be cool if I could sit for a couple minutes and just chill. Probably could if I got to that space. You meditate, right? Yeah. And I I just want to say like, you're probably never going to get to that space or whatever you think it is. Like, um, just really quick recap of my morning routine. When I wake up, turn the lights off. I'm, I'm a very regimented person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the way I am. Like, I like to have a highly structured day and, and life and whatever. So maybe you don't need to be as, like, obsessive as I am with a morning routine. But um, lights go on right away. Otherwise, it's too tempting to fall back asleep. Um, just get on your feet. Usually go grab a drink of water, uh, brush my teeth, go to the bathroom, all that. And then I go back into my room once I'm kind of adjusted and then I go to meditate. I feel like if you do it too early, you're still sleepy. But I just put on like a guided meditation for like five minutes, 10 minutes, or a timer for five minutes, 10 minutes. And um, some days it's easy and you feel really zen and you think you're insane. And then some days it's hard and you can't focus for half a second. Um, 
but yeah, all you have to do to start is try. And like, if it's a miserable failure, then, then it is what it is. Yeah. And I've been doing it, I think every single day for like just about two years now, which is crazy. And wow. there are still days where I can't do it, hmm. you know, but wow. um, it helps immensely. And whether it's in the morning, what'd you say it helps with or afternoon or night? I think um, there's, there's this quote and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like most of man's problems are created from the fact that he can't sit alone with his thoughts for 30 minutes. I've heard that. Yeah. And um, I think it's really important to dig deep into like the layers of your consciousness and your mind because there are things that are so easy to brush off or things that are so easy to um, forget about yeah. or to not address. Yeah. And, you know, we repress certain things and sometimes we forget our true intentions. Um, but you, like, I think it's so important to let your mind just run free let it go crazy if you're fixating on certain things then whatever because um it's just so important to like take inventory of of your thoughts i think yeah take a second and think about yeah i like that 100 percent. because yeah. you know you can wake up and you can be awake all day and distract yourself to the point where you don't have five minutes alone with your thoughts like you're going to take your phone to the bathroom even in the shower, you're focused on shampooing your hair and, mm-hmm. and this and that. But to genuinely really do nothing, yeah. if you're driving, you're focused on the road. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. before bed you can get into a state like that, but you're probably thinking about the day and the next day. I think it's super important. Hmm. I, somebody could explain it more eloquently than I could. Yeah. But if you're not good at it, neither am I. And I've done it for years. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's huge. Really cool. I, tr- I did try it briefly. See, I like, I would like to, I'm not, I'm not nearly as regimented as you are. Um, I would like to try that because it is important. And sometimes I think that I'm alone with my thoughts, but to like truly sit there with no distraction and nothing else going on, I think that would be really beneficial. Yeah. Kind of clear things out. You will be distracted. No doubt about it. Of course. It. Especially. Yeah. A yeah. guided meditation is a good way to get into it. Okay. Um, you can get those on YouTube. I think I did, I've done a couple. Yeah, I know there's a few um, really popular apps, but I just have like a playlist on YouTube with some of my favorite. I've got like a five-minute version, 10-minute versions mm. kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. always constantly a work in progress. Yeah, for sure. Wow, I feel a little relaxed even just thinking about the thought of doing that. The massage before bed is huge. Guys, if you have a partner, put them to work, man. I miss Bruh, it so much. You wait. I miss it oh so much. Oh my gosh. Was she, did did she give you like a really good massage? Like she would like Yeah, are you kidding me? Man. Getting a massage is 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 pretty tough. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that that like I give a great massage. Yeah. There's I'm no learning doubt about it. techniques for myself right now. It's insane. Yeah. Sarah, she says it's hand strength. I'm like whatever. But like that is that is one conflict in our marriage that we're still working on is the massage well, thing. You probably have stronger hands than her. No, I do, I do. But like, you can't get every single spot when you're massaging yourself. No, 100%. Like I really don't think you can. Yeah, like I'm I'm getting some devices on Amazon right now. What do you th- What are you getting? What are you um, thinking? There's like one specifically. It's like these a combination of some rollers. Okay. Maybe I'll show it. I'll bring it in sometime if it comes. Okay. Um, but it's good for like the back of your neck. Um, yeah, I'm not an expert. I don't know much about it, but just like stimulating different parts of your body, putting pressure, getting the blood flow going, kind of like soft acupuncture style. Cool. It feels so good. Cool. And like for me, a restful, beautiful, long night of sleep, that's like the most underrated thing. In the it world. honestly is. And you, kn- and you know when you wake up, you know that you've had one of those sleeps. Yeah. And now more than ever with this new bed that Sarah and I have right. has been great. I do think I have to swap out the pillow. What kind of pillow do you use? Um, Hard or soft? 
Uh, it's a little on the hard side. I'm firm as well. Yeah. It's like a memory type foam, little beat. That's Sometimes what I, use. I just push it back and put my head on the. You go flat on the mattress, depending how I feel. Probably like fifty-fifty mm. kind of thing. Cool. I like a cold room. Yep. With lots of blankets. Yep. Pitch black. Yep. That's the vibe. Are yeah, you side? Or do you sleep on your side, face, back? Back is is key. Yep. I try to do back. Sometimes I find myself waking up on the side. Um, yeah, I think back is better for you. For um, I'm a back sleeper. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe posture reasons. I don't know. I'm sure mattresses are so good now that it yeah doesn't necessarily matter. I know if you sleep on your side, you're supposed to put something between your knees. Yes. I don't know. I prefer the back. Yeah, yeah. me too. Anything I do, like as a night routine, as a morning routine, it's all to achieve that sick sleep. Yeah. Sleep is underrated. Yeah. Sleep is underrated. wonder how much sleeping is going on in Hong Kong right now. There's some crazy stuff going That's on a there. Weird transition. That is a weird transition, but I'm working on the transitions going into different topics and yeah. not to make light of the situation that's going on in Hong Kong because it's absolutely insane. Um, Jared told me a little bit about it. Um, yeah. So if you want to jump in. From my understanding, Hong Kong is slash um, was a democratic state, um, whereas China, uh, mainland China, is run by the CCP, which is a communist party. And basically, they're trying to take over Hong Kong, to my understanding. And there was just a law passed where it's now illegal um, to utter any anti-state sentiment in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you know, there's been a lot of protesting going on in Hong Kong. And now to bash the state, um, written, orally, protests now been made illegal. Um, And now because of the hostage harboring situation things are getting more aggressive i don't want to misspeak or overstep on the situation i encourage you guys um to go research this for yourself as i'm going to later today and really look into what's going on um because it's scary stuff and um you know i've been very close with people who are from communist countries and things that seem so uh, mundane and taken for granted here um, can be taken from you at any minute um, in communist states like I know people who aren't allowed to divest more than a certain amount of money every year from the country like if you want to up and move to Canada then you're limited by how much money you can take or the state can come and seize some of your stuff or you can get sent to jail um, for a petty crime to um, give you like a warning um, for something else that's going on and stuff like that. And I know I'm not explaining this very well, but um, yeah, what's, what's, what's going on is um, a really big deal for, for democracy in, in Hong Kong and all the protests and everything that's been going on may have been just in, in vain now yeah. based on how things are looking. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty grave situation. Yeah. Brutal. Anyway, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, that was a little bit of everything this podcast that was a little bit of everything we went I think we went way over the 30 minute mark which is fine you know sometimes they're going to be longer sometimes we're going to have different conversations with different people I think the way I I look at it is like if it flows it flows exactly 15 minutes then cut it that's been kind of how we've been doing it guys as soon as it gets a little stale or whatever um, we just kind of chop it off that's it so and I think we're there so thank you Communist Party of China for ruining the podcast yeah thanks a lot good night everybody thanks